following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon radio show. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Uh, Updating the Michigan State shooting situation. I mentioned the three who have been identified. I'll give you those names. Five remain in critical condition. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, VMSU Insider. He was on campus last night. We'll hear from him, Tim Stout from Stout on Sports, radio and TV guy on our affiliate, the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing. You can hear Timmy's show weekday mornings at 10 a.m. I'm sure they spent the entire show talking about what went down last night. Ariel Anderson, Alexandria Werner, and Brian Frazier are the victims identified. In the shooting last night on campus at Michigan State University. Hmm. I do want to thank the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Their help in getting Sergeant Dan Hibbler from the Norton Shores Police Department. And he works with school liaison and active shooter preparedness. Gave us so much great insight. If you missed that interview, we'll have it. Uh, here in the next hour. Also, Kyle Austin, MLive.com. He follows Michigan State and Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News. I hope all of you understand that if we take a day, we're not missing any groundbreaking sports news. But if we take a day and reflect on last night and think about our feelings and what we were going through, or if you knew somebody that had a kid at Michigan State, or if you had a kid at Michigan State, or if someone you knew plays for a Michigan State team or works at Michigan State in any capacity. Human nature is for your heart to reach out and try and touch those people. It's the best part of humanity that it takes a tragedy for us to take a day and think. Maybe take a day and talk to our kids about how they feel, not just about what happened last night at Michigan State, but where they're at on Everything. Maybe you take a day for yourself to reflect. Take a day to talk to that coworker, that family member. Because it all goes by so fast and we become so consumed in things that at the end of a day aren't that important to us. So why not take a day? I've already had the usual text, uh, you're a sports show, I don't want to hear this. I, 
We're not getting political. I will say mental health needs to be addressed and be a priority in this country, all ages, all levels. Gun doesn't pull the trigger, people do. As I mentioned in my interview with Sergeant Hibbler for the Norton Shores Police Department, people killed by drunk drivers aren't killed by a car driving itself. They're killed by people foolish enough to sit behind the wheel of a truck or SUV or car loaded up on booze or drugs. And the way politics came right into this, I don't want to hear a politician standing on a soapbox Can you take a day, maybe? As I'm saying, take a day. We need more mental health facilities. We need more mental health in our schools. The man last night that did this had no connection to Michigan State at all. Reports said they found notes about threats to a New Jersey school. No connections. 43. It's not about race. We have white active shooters. We have black active shooters. We have Hispanic. We have Asian active shooters. Not about your political narrative. But as I said earlier, and I'll stand by it, good people shouldn't be punished for the bad actions of others. And I'll always live by that model. So take a day. Think about this. I love the inside of Graham College, who normally we're breaking down Izzo and Michigan State basketball. Sergeant Hibbler from the Norton Shores Police Department took us inside all the training that happens. That he was on the scanner listening last night and was very impressed with how law enforcement's converging on East Lansing handled it. And when you think about close to 50,000 students who attend Michigan State University and the quick response of law enforcement who always go one way while people are coming out, just like firefighters and just like our military, the three lives that were lost are sickening. The five people fighting for their lives in a Lansing hospital right now, heart-wrenching. But the quick work of Michigan State University public safety and police, of those law enforcement agencies that arrived, the first responders, I guarantee it saved lives last night. And the students, what they had to go through, what they had learned at their local high school, what they had learned at some point at Michigan State helped save lives. So we'll take a day. We might take two days. I might bring Mark Ewell on tomorrow for the Michigan High School Athletic Association and ask what's their preparedness for their MHSAA events. That unfortunately in this world, we have to prepare for active shooters. I'm not going to debate that if you take away the guns from the good guys, only the bad guys have guns. That's not the spot, platform, or day to debate that. And most of you have been pretty cool about that. I do dream of a place where our children and our families are safe no matter where they go. 
I do wish we would put America first and our safety first in our country before we reach out to another country or open borders for people from other countries. That we would prioritize making our cities and streets safe on a daily basis. Because just think what $100 billion you sent to another country could do to rebuild hope and safety in America. And that was close to home because everybody has a connection. Like I said, whether you're a fan, you never went to Michigan State, there's a connection. Your neighbor has a kid who went there or your wife went there or someone you know you work with went there. Same thing with the University of Michigan. That's why I think President Santa Ono flying flags at half-mast, the way he immediately was reaching out, shows the class of that man. You find out in situations like this what people are really about at the core. Jim Comperoni had some insight last night uh, from East Lansing, SpartanMeg.com. Uh, Our MSU insider, he's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill. I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me on. All right. So it's uh, eight, what, 20, like, around 8.30 last night when all this, I think 8.18 to be exact, whatever the first call or 911 or on. Uh, Warning was sent out to the students somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, when you hear about it first, uh, how does your night unfold? Well, my wife called me and she was going to pick up our daughter at a high school basketball game and said what you know what everybody was learning at that time. I was not aware of it, so I went to our website message board, and that's where a lot of people congregate to discuss many things, and someone had posted a link to the police scanner on there. So I started listening to the police scanner, which you should do, you know, I mean, which I'm not saying you should or should not do it. But if you do it, many of many of us learned last night, you need to do take things on there with a grain of salt because they're taking in tips and acting on every single thing that they're hearing. So um, I'm listening to that and I'm hearing that they are, you know, they're sweeping, you know, Acres Hall, Snyder Phillips Hall. And, uh, you know, these places are about a mile and a half from my house, maybe two miles. So I call my wife back and tell her not to take Hagedorn on the way back because that was right in the, uh, the eye of the storm as they were getting tips and so forth. And who knows what was going on. By that point, we were it, was, it had kind of become clear that the, the suspect was fleeing by foot. So we're wondering what direction would he be going in. And, you know, he ended up he was going back toward Lansing. But at that time, we didn't know. And I have to be honest with you, Bill, in my house, uh, thoughts are going through my head. Like, should I turn out all my lights? Should I, should we be on the, in the middle of the, of the ground floor? Um, what, you know, cause we're, we're close enough to campus that we've had students show up on our lawn. Sometimes they take a couple of wrong turns and they end up, you know, we're, we're not too far from there. So someone is fleeing on foot. I'm in protector mode of my own household. If you want the truth, I'm also acting as a reporter uh, with the press conferences going on for our website. And I'm keeping an eye on my kids because, Bill, they went through a situation last week at Okemos High School. I'm sure you heard about the hoax reports of active shooters at various schools throughout the state of Michigan. They were in Okemos High School, and that went on, and they were in lockdown for an hour there. So this was their second live shooter situation in a week. So this is um, these are things I was juggling as a father last night. Yeah, father first, uh, husband, father, uh, leader of a family, and then... Uh, you had the SpartanMeg.com where this superseded sports or what's going to happen you know, to sports moving forward because it's really 
Uh, at the time, you didn't know would would there be mass casualties. The, I thought the MSU uh, police and public safety were fantastic in keeping things transparent, telling people not to um, believe everything they were hearing. That they would update people. It really was a, like on an hourly basis, starting at eleven last night, and that curtailed. You know, there's four shooters, there's twenty people. Everything was spinning out of control. When you get you know college kids, you get Twitter, you get. Everybody running uh, in a different direction uh, on the social networks, not just on campus. And and then it, uh, you got word that the shooter had taken his own life, and it was a 43-year-old man, no connections to MSU, and uh, the shelter in place uh, was removed. And everybody, you know, in a one, one o'clock in the morning, somewhere in that neighborhood, you could finally go to bed, Right. Yeah, and at that time, after we had written some articles in, at SpartanMag.com, because it became a, a news source, I, I, try, I tried to type in some of the words verbatim from Officer Rosman last night from his press conference. You know, a lot of the news accounts might not have every single word that he was said, but I thought it was important to relay every single word that was said um, on our little news organization. And once that was finished and we heard that the suspect had turned the gun on himself, I mean, I did have some time to reflect. And I felt so terrible for the families of the victims, of course. Um, you know, those those young people were at Michigan State University, which should be four of the best years of their lives. And I just felt so bad for them, of course, and their siblings and their parents and have no idea what they must be going through. And uh, that, was, that was difficult as I reflected on that. Today I went over to the Sparty statue to take a couple of pictures for our website because it is news because Michigan State fans all over the world want to know what's going on here. And there was, right now there's probably 60 or 70 uh, people coming and going at various times, placing flowers on the Sparty statues, stopping, pausing, reflecting. There's probably 10 or 12 news trucks over there. And um, I had a little trouble holding it together, Bill. i got to be honest with you. It was difficult. And uh, that's what's going on on campus right now. And you're wondering, you know, what else are we thinking at this time? Me speaking for myself, I mean, this deranged person walks on the campus from, from Lansing and does this. He did it at 8 o'clock at night. It could have been a lot worse if it were a different time of day, Bill. Um, there's not a lot of student activity at 8 o'clock at night. It could have been a lot worse. And it, just horrible things go through your mind, and we're all trying to hold together. And, Comp, I think when you walked over uh, to the campus or drove over there and you got out and you looked at uh, the rock uh, and, you, and you thought about what you were doing with your family last night with not knowing uh, where things are going, uh, and that's expected – as a dad, uh, as a husband, and and I don't know. I, I, there's no timetable. There's no schedule. There's no calendar on how people will get through this. Uh, I know we have the way down the list side of sports, and and I, I think on campus you won't see sports for a while. Maybe when I say a while, a week, uh, ten days. Uh, I don't know if they'll switch their games to on the road. I know the Michigan State women aren't playing tonight. Michigan State men won't play tomorrow in hoops. Uh, the Michigan Michigan State game, I think, will be a call if Izzo feels his team is ready. Right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. It doesn't seem right right now. I know. Um, I don't. I don't even know if they're practicing. I, I suspect they will. You know, at some point, there. You know, uh, there's professionals that know more about this than I do. But at some point, you need to try to get back to normal. But you have to. You, you want to be sensitive and reflect and take time and all those things. The closest thing I can recall is going through 9-11 back in 2001. Um, I remember Colin Powell saying 
to the nation that we need our sports, we need our football games, we need our ball games to move on. Now that 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 was several days later, and you know I, I took that leadership and I thought that those were good words at that time for that that moment. So I think there is a time and place for that, but um, it's it's it, it's not it's not yet. It's not right now for sure. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I don't know uh, when that, that's all. There's there's no there's no model here on a calendar and a book you open up and say we're going to start playing here, right? I mean, you just you know the closest thing I can think of, and I was trying to look for it and remember, is that Oxford High School went back to playing their high school sports two weeks after the shooting. And like you said, I'm not a mental health professional. But I think they wanted some normalcy uh, to return. They they went back to playing sports two weeks after their in school uh, tragedy. Yeah, and as you know, I'm I've done some coaching in Oklahoma. I was an assistant baseball coach for the varsity last year, and we played Oxford, and uh, we played down there, and we lost two games that are very good team. And shaking hands with those young men after the game, I've never been happier to lose a game in my life. That's well said, Tom. Um, now you're a good man. I'm sorry your family had to go through that last night. Uh, this is bigger than sports. Uh, I'm really impressed with the state of Michigan. Uh, even Magic Johnson, I saw SpartanMeg.com uh, retweet his thoughts from him and his wife. And uh, it, it stinks. It takes a tragedy to bring us all together. And you don't see through fan lines. You don't see through political lines, anything. And we just all... Uh, care it's the best part of humanity and comp uh, my best to you and your family and we'll talk soon when state ramps everything back up in sports it sounds good bill thanks a lot appreciate it yeah that was that's from the heart there wondering if you gotta lay down in the middle of your house turn off the lights with your family mm. crazy ass people out there crazy ass people And I'd use another word, but again, I want to continue doing the show, and we're family friendly. I, I could I could throw in a few more words. Matter of fact, I might be able to sit here until five fifty four when the show ends, and just mix in word after word. Superfly, I really appreciate what you've done today, because this show is exactly what I wanted. And like I said, we're going to take a day. Might even take another day tomorrow. Sports isn't going anywhere. We have an affiliate in Lansing. We have a ton of people who are connected to Michigan State. And I can go through my personal timeline on Facebook and I see all the people who I'm friends with on my personal page who are happy to have their kids home and safe, who are going to Michigan State. Can't imagine as a parent, when you don't know, haven't heard from your kid, and you know there are fatalities, I know it's a big school with you know what, nearly 50,000 students. And as Marvin Williams, who is a well-respected man of Jesus down in the Lansing area, I think my old producer Muller and his wife Wendy and their family, I went to his church before they moved, uh, he sent this out at about 12.40 a.m. last night. I'm super grateful for the brave law enforcement agents, first responders, dispatchers, 
and the MSU Operations Center for their timely and meticulous response to this tragic and unnerving violent night. Thank you. MSU and East Lansing stand together and stand strong. And that was Marvin Williams. He's a husband, he's a father, he's a pastor, he's an author, he's a doctoral student. He's connected to our Daily Bread Ministries. And he's worth a follow because he has some great insight on life. And he's a huge MSU fan, which, again, he lives in the Lansing area. And me and him have had some really strong arguments over my opinions on MSU. But when it comes to his thoughts on life and people, I've never argued with him. And I have that tweet up at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Tim Stout from our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. He's a radio guy weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge Show is carried tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. Tim also is a TV sports guy. So we'll go inside the newsroom, what it was like last night uh, for Stout and the news team at his TV station. He'll join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. That boat show music is back, and so is the Grand Rapids Boat Show. Gotta go, everyone. Time for fun. Sail, cruise, key, relax. Everyone's making tracks. Boat show, gotta go, everyone. In the sun, come on down, get it done. Just that water for some fun. Michigan's most spectacular boat show cruises into the Boss Place. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, February 15th through 19th. Get that boat and get that deal. Check out over 400 boats. Spacious new family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, center consoles, and deluxe pontoons. Great Lakes cruises and motor yachts to 42 feet. For a complete boat line listing and to plan your visit, go to grboatshow.com. Also, Tommy's Wake and Surf Shop for boatwear and lakeside attire. Register to win an HO Sports Hawaiian Island inflatable wrap from Action Water Sports. We have the boats. That's only at the Grand Rapids Boat Show this Wednesday through Sunday at DeVos Place. GRBoatShow.com There's more to love for less at Meyer. Pick up mouth-watering certified Angus Beef Boneless New York Strip Steak and pair it with farm fresh peach or raspberry bubbly Moscato. Get 30% off select Valentine's Day candles and set the table with a three-rose arrangement. Don't forget the sweets. Buy one, get one 25% off Valentine's candy. Find everything you need for a tasty, love-filled Valentine's Day with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on a Tuesday broadcast. A lot of conversation from East Lansing, Michigan State University, off of the tragic shootings last night. Three people have been identified, all from the east side of the state. We'll update the list. Also, the five that are hospitalized Ariel Anderson, Brian Frazier, Alexandria Werner, the three shooting victims who were killed, identified five remain hospitalized in the Lansing area. Tragedy you would never expect on the campus of Michigan State. But law enforcement was ready to answer the call, trained, prepared. MSU Police, Department of Public Safety, uh, first responders and more. Three lives lost, five critical could have been more late at night. I think the media has done a fair job of reporting everything, and that was because the MSU Department of Public Safety and police, they were front and center and very transparent. And I was following everything out of Lansing. Our good friend Tim Stout from Stout on Sports Now, he has his radio show, which is heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m., the same place uh, that you can... Here are the huge show weeknights tape delayed at 6 p.m. in Lansing. And also he's the sports co-director, Channel 10 in Lansing. So I assume their newsroom uh, was extremely active uh, all night long and still is. And Tim is standing by from Lansing. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Bill. You never know. Day to day to day, right? It's a different world. <laughs> you never know from one day to the next. What's going to be front and center on your plate? You know that as well as anybody. Yeah, and I was looking at the website for Channel 10 uh, in Lansing, and they had some audio, I assume, probably from your radio show this morning uh, about Stout on Sports Live and Spartan Strong, and you're getting ready to go on air at 10. You know, you're 51 years in the business and broadcasting. Uh, You're a fixture. You've seen everything uh, you would have thought uh, in Lansing. Uh, What was it like preparing uh, for that show, and what was your show like today on the game seven thirty a.m.? Well, it's you know it's funny, Bill. In a way, last night you know you get older, you get tired. So I mean, I was at home dozing off, and I think she was watching the History Channel, and her phone went off with a text from her brother in Tucson, Arizona, followed quickly with a text for her from my sister in Massachusetts. What in the world is going on at Michigan State University, blah, blah, blah. And then they texted back, and I looked at her. I said, I don't know what they're talking about. But eventually you could tell that there was something up, and I switched over, you know, to our channel and to CNN, and then, of course, it all unfolded. So that was, I don't know, 9 o'clock, whatever it was. So as we got later into the evening, I said to her, how in the world am I going to do this tomorrow? And on 9-11, when it, in, in, uh, in 2001, 9-11, the show was on at noon. 
And I remember that morning we had a meeting with a minor league baseball team to partner up with them with a television station. And even though the first plane had hit, we started the meeting. But then when we were in the meeting, there was a monitor in our room. And the second plane hit, everybody looked at everybody and said, we're going to have to go our separate ways. This is too big a deal because we had our management there. And our program director on radio called me right away. And he said, well, you're going to be preempted today because we're just going to carry the network news feed of continuing coverage, which I fully understand. And I thought last night, I wonder if that's going to be the way tomorrow. But what worried me more was up until midnight, that shooter had not been apprehended. And I said to my wife, how in the world am I going to be able to do some kind of radio show if there's someone that dangerous loose in the area and we're supposed to keep updating on, we got shots here, we got you know casualties there, blah, 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 the whole deal. So when it came in shortly after midnight that not only had he been taken out of commission and was dead and they all clear had been sounded, I said to her, at least now, tomorrow with this thing, you know, in terms of no longer in a lockdown situation, we can figure this thing out. So, yeah, Bill, our 30th anniversary show is March 8th, and we haven't had a show quite like that before. So what do you do? And I just told people, I said, look, what's everybody talking about today? There's a time to go argue about baseball and spring training and the basketball rankings and the seating and all. There's a time for that. But, you know, now let's see where this goes. We had a couple of our regular guests, you know, that chipped in and so on and so forth. So was it somber? Yes. Was it to the subject? Yes. And I usually think in stories like this, You cannot be criticizing anybody. It's already tough enough. And I do think sincerely that the uh, that the work of the law enforcement, the first responders, the doctors at Sparrow Hospital, the Michigan State University spokespeople, I can't believe how well they were organized, how well they have been organized, how transparent they've been, how reassuring they have been in extremely difficult times, because nobody gets really practiced at this sort of thing. Nobody. And, you know, all the news stations are going on forever. CNN, Fox, they're all on top of the thing and all that. So, you know, in my thousand years around Michigan State, as I thought about it more and more through the day-to-day, I thought, you know, for as big a place as this is with 50,000 students plus faculty plus staff, it's almost amazing to me that more incidents like this in some way, shape, or form have not occurred with all those massive football crowds, basketball crowds, hockey crowds, whatever. Thank heaven. And uh, so maybe inevitably there was something to this extent to happen. And as awful as it is, it's the world we live in today. I I just don't see this stuff changing. But I think there are a lot of good people in the world and a lot of good people around here between last night and at this moment have done a phenomenal job of trying to rein this thing in and keep it from getting worse than what it has been, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I believe, and we've seen it already, uh, when you you mentioned 9-11 and it changed the way we fly, security, everything after that. Uh, these shootings that we're seeing in schools on campus last night in Michigan State. Have you seen it at high schools where some schools have metal detectors before you go in? MSU could be a closed campus where you're only getting on campus if you're a student or if you're a faculty member or if you're part of um, you know the employment team. That's the only way you're getting on. They'll have a closed campus. You'll have You know, sporting events you mentioned, how long before everyone's walking through doing the same security you do to get into a Lions game, which they mostly do now at, you know, Big Ten uh, football games. But that's just 
Well, you know, safety first. It might be an inconvenience. might cost you an extra 15, 20 minutes getting in the door, but that's the world we live in today. Well, the Breslin Center now has enough uh, metal detectors that, to me, are reminiscent of the airlines. I mean, and you're, and you're there you go. twice in the Breslin. In the, they already, they've had that in there for a couple of years. At Monterey, I was just there the other night. You know, they scan the ticket. You can't take a bag in there. And when you get in there, they want you to open your coat. Now, look, I, I think it's extremely primitive. You know, I think if you're hell-bent to go ahead and cause some kind of chaos, there are a lot of different ways that you can do it anywhere in the world. I mean, it can be in a church. It can be in a restaurant. It can be in a town square. It can be anywhere, right? Um, and Michigan State has so many buildings. that have, You know, there's so many buildings. And many of them already are locked at different times. The other day, I was supposed to go do an interview at the Breslin Center. The place was locked tighter in a vault, and the only way we got in was that someone was coming out. So, you know, the door opens, they're coming out, and then we slide in behind them. And it's a shame that it has come to that. But to your point, I mean, my wife, my wife, when she was teaching elementary school, I used to waltz in there anytime I wanted and say hi to the kids and all that. Now, for the last five, six, seven years since she's retired, it is literally armed. It is shut down. It is locked. I don't care if you're a parent. The only ones that are getting in there are law enforcement, unless there is a reason for someone outside the faculty or the school or the kids to get in there. It's a shame it's come to that, but 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 what do you do? I mean, is it worth it? it ha- I guess it has to be worth it. And then you have something like this that gets this kind of attention. And that, you know, the other thing, Bill, is it must put a tremendous amount of fear in parents with their kids. You know, this was at Okemos High School last week, and it was a hoax. But the trauma from that has been enormous for so many people. The trauma from this at Michigan State, you can only imagine how many girlfriends, boyfriends, brothers, sisters, grandparents, aunts, uncles, nieces, professors who knew all these people let alone those that managed to get away. I'm told that there were a number of injuries getting out of Berkey Hall last night, people stumbling down dark stairways, people stumbling over each other. It's just those numbers have not come out yet. So when you see the stats, as you mentioned, three dead, five injured, okay, that sounds like it's kind of contained. But for the number of other people in so many ways, at the hospital last night, they had way more staff members come in on their own and volunteer to help, but they had to send some of them home because, frankly, they they did not need as many as they had. They had four in surgery and one they were debating. The last I heard, those five are hanging in there today as best they can, and they are students. So being younger, maybe that gives them a better shot. It, it's, it's discouraging. There's no question about it. It's discouraging. And I think it's too bad for a place like Michigan State. There's a lot of good that comes out of Michigan State. But incidents like this, of course, give people cause to wonder. And, of course, the assailant here had absolutely nothing to do with Michigan State. And whether the motive of this is ever going to be learned who knows tim stout stout on sports on the game seven thirty a.m on the radio in lansing weekday mornings at 10 a.m huge show airs tape delayed monday through friday 6 p.m until 9 p.m on the game seven thirty a.m and also you can see tim on tv on news 10 in the lansing area timmy uh, thank you for your thoughts my best to you and your family and we'll talk soon okay bill good to talk to you hang in there talk to you soon all right tim stout uh, giving us his personal experience last night interesting to hear stout and comp just they were there and for comp to talk about the hoax at okamas high school where his kids go and then they're thinking about turning out their lights and laying on their floor because they live close to campus last night that's just not right it just isn't
You want to join in your thoughts, uh, what you were going through last night, feel free to join us on 866-838-4843, what you're going through today. Uh, 1-866-838-HUGE-HUGE-SHOW on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're at home tonight. Tuesday night home games are buy one ticket, get one ticket free. You can save the online fees at Ticketmaster.com by buying your gold tickets for tonight's game at the Van Andel Arena box office in downtown GR. The game will tip off a little after 6. Kyle Austin, MLive.com. He follows Michigan State. Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. From Lansing, all that coming up within the next 40 minutes. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Life as a grown-up, not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question, does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who serve with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit MACP.org. Before I make change. Daddy K. Stretch from Naughty by Nick's Flex Alexander. The original G Money. Alan Payne. Gary Dordain. February 23rd at the Vox Performance Hall. Tickets to Ticketmaster. Huge here with a reminder for everybody to join Van Andel Institute Purple Community and the Grand Rapids Griffins for the Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR to benefit cancer awareness. Find out more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, one of the best in the business. Not an easy day uh, to do a sports show after what we all witnessed, watched, read, talked about last night from about 8.30 until wee hours of the morning. You know, one one thirty. I think I went to bed about 2. Stayed on top of it. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. And then this morning with all the updates and the latest with the three victims' names, all eight who were shot were MSU students. And then on Facebook, when things hit the fan, that's the bright spot of social networks. John Lapham could talk about his daughter safe at home. All right. They see the hollerings. Their kid is home, right? People unsure. Children frightened. I thought Graham Coutts said it the best earlier this hour. Even though kids may be 18, 19, 20, 21 and act like they don't need their mom and dad, their uncles, their aunts, their grandfathers, they do when it hits the fan. They still need that love, that hug, that guidance, that direction. So if you want to jump in, share where you were last night, what you were thinking about the MSU shootings, you can join us on 866-838-4843. That's on 866-838-HUGE, at HUGE Show. On Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Uh, if you miss my comments and conversation uh, with Sergeant Hibbler, Uh, who is from the Norton Shores Police Department. He's worked with school liaison with active shooter training. Uh, We'll have that conversation again. A couple of people are asking that uh, where they could find it, and they missed it. We'll do that uh, with the huge replay next hour. Also, Kyle Austin from MLive.com follows Michigan State, lives in East Lansing. Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News also follows Michigan State, and he's been working with the news team from the Detroit News on this story last night. Uh, through today, he'll join us coming up. My good friend Johnny Brand Sr. is going to give his shout-out to law enforcement for what they did last night on that MSU campus. Voice for the badge if you're on Facebook. Follow it. If you support the men and women of law enforcement, follow Voice for the Badge on Facebook. Johnny Brand Sr. has Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids has a tribute it would be a hall of honor. Right when you walk in his newly redesigned Brands location on Leonard in downtown GRO, he pays tribute to those who have made the ultimate sacrifice from law enforcement all across Michigan and also from the military. And he has Johnny Brands in Granville. He has never stopped supporting law enforcement. And he's taken some heat through the ups and downs of the political Hurricane we've all dealt with the last six years. Johnny Brand Sr. has stood strong, being the voice for the badge for the great men and women of law enforcement all across Michigan and America. So if you support law enforcement like I do, like Johnny Brand Sr. and the Brand family does, uh, follow Voice for the Badge on Facebook. Simple and easy. If you're on Facebook, go like uh, Voice for the Badge. And that small little click is saying that you support the men and women of law enforcement in Michigan and all across America.
Well done, Johnny Brand Sr. And on a day like this, after a night like we all experienced, always remember law enforcement is going in, and they were organized, and they were ready. And they dealt with hoaxes at Okemos and, and Saginaw. They're prepared. And we don't give them the respect and love we should. So please follow Voice uh, for the Badge on Facebook. If you miss any interview, any conversation from today, all of our podcasts, our hours, our individual interviews, and more, they're available wherever you download podcasts. Just search The Huge Show, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Big. Bad. Huge.